Yeah. I wonder. Uh, all right, so. I wonder why. Setting. Outside. Yeah. Okay. Dust, dirt, desert. A lone yeah. wanderer stands on a, on a hillside above a valley. Are we talking about, like, the lone wanderer? Like, from a, a lone, Apollo? Or? A, a similar type. A. This is an apocalyptic oh, okay. Game. It is. It is. It's apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic? Post. Or pre-apocalyptic? Post. Post? Okay, good, good. He looks out over the ruins of a city and he says, Welcome to the necropolis, my microp... <laughs> my ru- I can't even say it properly. I was trying to do a micropenis joke. <laughs> my welcome to the apocalypse the my, necropolis my, i think you said necropolis i did welcome my, to the necropolis my micropolis my micropolis jesus oh fuck i hate myself i mean sometimes i think, I think there's an intro in there somewhere we just got to find it yeah i like that micropolis <laughs> nice Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host of the most, your ghost of the most, your one, your only pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? How's it going? How are you? What's up? They're good. They're great. They're grand. They're good? Um, oh, excellent. Good. Yeah, they're out there, um... Bringing back the lost art of kite making. They're making kites now. Oh. Yeah, our audience has been getting into some weird shit. Since we went on yeah, the break. Shout out, they... shout out to, like, if there is anyone that actually is a kite maker. Um, but that sounds like the least fun hobby oh yeah that sounds like absolute dog shit but like like i think i don't know man i don't think i've ever been able to successfully fly a kite i think when we went on our break because we weren't this constant presence in people's lives like making fun of boomer ass shit they felt the freedom and the car blanche if you will to do some boomer ass shit so like some of them started like you know picking through bins for old corgi die cast some of them started yeah. making kites some of them are making paper boats where you wax him a la the scary clown oh, movie like yeah you gotta wax your boat yeah so i mean that's how i got into the fucking migos as well and they're all like boomer horror migos too mm, so like yeah you started you started making guilty. Uh, balsa wood model kits cars to put them in okay <laughs> hear me out yeah <laughs> <laughs> that does sound kind of charming and i do sick, watch a actually. lot of i do watch a lot of crafter youtubes mm. like boy Light hobby time studs and studio craftsman um fucking scratch bashing mm-hmm. uh the other there's like enough there's like a, like there's like 15 of them i think craftsman like, is my out. favorite because he's like 90 percent covered in burns and he just like wears a puppet and is sweet and yeah yeah i mean i know yeah yeah he seems like a friendly dad yeah which i wouldn't like know anything about but like <laughs> it's like the cool fantasy of having like a friendly dad yeah that's cool i love that he's so soft-spoken unlike a, a real dad i assume mm-hmm. so like that's cool and it's neat that he's a puppet, so you can kind of project whatever your background is on him. <laughs> I think. You should write Maybe him a letter. Ask me. 
No, that's too weird, man. Dear uh, craftsman, I'm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in parasocial shit. So, dear craftsman, uh, receiving or giving, but maybe dear this is the closest we'll do. Is our my shout out to that? I think he's a comfortable dad. The, ne- the next episode on of this craftsman, episode, we, he's like, now I don't have a PO box because people are fucking creeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty Just good... Just sending a plaster cast of your donger to Craftsman. That was, yeah, thing fucking too. show me how to make a proper mold out of this. Um, <laughs> Careful, you could burn yourself. That was that was a pretty good Craftsman impersonation, though, right? That was a really good Craftsman. I don't think I've watched a Craftsman uh, for... video in, like, a year or two, but... Honestly, same. But, like, I've seen some of the collabs that he's done with other people. He's a cool dude. And, and they're really good. Shout so. out to Craftsman. It's got, like... His stuff is so specific sometimes that it's like, I'm so glad you made this, but it's also not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, once you get into something else that I'm like, yeah, I wanna, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm into it. Like, I'll, I'll watch that, so. Mm-hmm. I like that he stuff. does, like, weird trial and error shit in his videos. Yeah. And, like, films his fuck-ups and is like, now don't ever use plasticine to do that, because <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, because that's the first thing you think, too, is, like, I'm going to get some fucking plasticine and do it mm-hmm. this way, because it's clearly going to sure. work. And then he ends up making fucking napalm by accident with it, mm-hmm. and gets more horrible scars and burns All on his body. His body. Uh, top of the show. Um, yeah. Everyone listening, I am doing promotion here now. If you didn't know, your one and only pepperoni, yep. in a, our in first addition... sponsored ad, yeah, sponsored a... <laughs> by... The bastards. In addition to making a podcast that's kind of about toys, um, I also make toys. So if you didn't know, um, I produce a toy called Reggie. He's a cute little trick-or-treater guy with swappable masks. He's a Sofubi toy that is produced in Japan. He's awesome. He's great. He's the love of, he's the love of my life. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been doing that for over a year now. Um, yeah. And I... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I... <laughs> I think I'm a real toy maker. Uh, I, think I feel so. like a real toy maker sometimes, but then other times I have imposter syndrome. But hey, uh, that's how you know you're doing it well. That's how you know you have a healthy ego. That's what I keep telling myself when I feel like a failure, even though I'm not. It's because my ego is healthy. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with my brain psychologically. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I have the healthiest ego. Then, um, oh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing Reggie for about a year. Uh, it is now time for my second toy. So uh, I've teamed up with King Hideous, Brennan Colm, King Hideous Toys. Uh, wonderful makers that make awesome toys. They do a cool guy called King Shoal, whom I love. Um, you probably, if you listen to the podcast, are familiar with their Dungeon Beast. It's a toy that Tony and I both have. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I have the... Mine's right behind me on a music stand. I'm pretty sure mine... Yeah, mine is the test paint for their first run ever. So he's mine kind is of a, a one off paint that was a charity uh thing. Oh fuck yeah. Uh so, so. I teamed up with them. Um oh I'm getting weird static in my headphones. It's probably little, just my headphone wire. Um gave him a little kiss on his, his forehead block. Very good. Tastes like carcinogens. Maybe my phone is getting making beep boop sounds okay i'm putting my phone are you getting away. weird uh sound wave issues yeah not the transformer but like yeah I'm... yeah my bar my silent bar is looking a lot thicker than normal and um 
getting little like spaces in there so i'm hoping that the audio is not fucked up and unusable no mine looks like that too no i was just my headphones were getting some like um you know when your phone's about to ring and it makes like a weird staticky sound i was getting that um that's a first for me but i'll take it so yes uh, (laughs) um teaming up with king hideous and we are doing a toy called the bastard uh, there are three different variations of the bastard. There is the eagle bastard, which is the head that I designed. There is the blind bastard, which is the head that Colm designed. And there is the tiger bastard, which is the head that Bryn designed. Uh, so we're all sharing a base body and doing different heads for it. The base body is a um, an ape costume, <laughs> kind of, sort of. There is yeah, a zipper yeah. on the back. Uh so yeah, now that um, yeah, we're we're gonna start to post more photos of it around. So we're gonna start doing more promotion. Um, that is all to say, we have created a toy and decided to do a show in Japan to present the toy. So the first versions of the toy will be available in Tokyo, uh, November. Uh, I have to burp. No, I don't. Yes, I do. I don't know. I'm gonna drink oh, some bubbly water and maybe burp vomit. some more. Just straight up throw up all over the keyboard. Yeah, I gotta pull it up on my phone, because if I get the dates wrong, I'm just gonna feel like a sad idiot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So yeah, we'll be in Tokyo at the Design Festa Gallery. All of the details for the show are at uh, weloveregi.com. But yeah, we will be there November 18th, and then the following day, the 19th. So the first day of the event in November is... Uh, toy sales, like your standard table setup, toys, shuffle through the room, buy a toy, um, sort of your classic Sofubi sale. And then the oh, second yeah. day is going to be a super chill hangout session uh, with some toy giveaways. So we're going to give away a couple toys. Um, oh, yeah. It feels. Now, do you have to be in Japan with you to participate? Yes. <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> you do have to be get your us. fucking flights in now asshole yeah book your flights idiots november's a very expensive month to fly um oh is it actually yeah just flying to japan everything every flight has gotten more expensive yeah. over the last that's the thing years. you're doing a, a, a lot now as well yeah i so i'm an international businessman it says so on my business card um it's true I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's surreal, it's exciting, I don't know, I feel like overjoyed, but also like sick to the pit of my stomach at times, because today was like the big announcement day for it, or I guess yesterday when you guys are listening to it, but I'm, I'm fucking stoked, I'm fucking excited, and with the bastard, yeah. I don't know um, what the rollout of it will be following the event. There's a cool guy on a motorcycle going very fast. Oh my goodness, oh, I wish wow. that was cool. Yeah, I can hear that too, and I'm in Vancouver. That's, that's wild. This guy's ripping. I want to be that guy when I grow up. <laughs> I bet you his dick is so cool. So. Oh man, <laughs> it like looks aesthetically pleasing as well. Right. No, no Macropolis <laughs> there. Um, it's like it's like huge, but not too big, and it looks really neat. Like, yeah, like, like it, when you draw it looks one cool. It looks cool in a, it's like the, a white perfect... pair of pants. Yeah. Oh, like I you can know. see his Danes. No. That's short for dick veins. 
Okay, that I hate. You can see his Danes. Oh, look, oh, look at those great Danes. Oh, I can. I have my moments, my dude. Yeah. No, okay, oh, I take it coming, back. I actually, he's coming back that, around for awesome. seconds. Yeah, he's hearing you talk about his 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 snicker bar. Yeah. He wants to give you a taste. Uh, so I don't know what post this event, uh, bastard releases will look like. This is something I'm trying to figure out because, um, I don't know what makes the most sense. Like if mm. I am to do, cause typically I've been doing a Reggie every month and that's been yeah fantastic, but I also don't want to like put a big strain on the customer base who really likes to buy my toys. Like, I don't want them to have to feel like they need to buy two fucking toys a month. So I don't know if it makes sense to do a Reggie and a bastard at the same time. Cause that seems like a big ask. And also the price point mm -hmm. on the bastard will be higher than Reggie. Cause he's a much bigger toy. Um, so I don't know if I should do like Reggie one month and Bastard the next or whatever or yeah, like an alternating type of thing or right or if I should just do like two Reggies one Bastard like pop 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 right pop 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 yeah I, I I don't know what it looks like um but I will try my damnedest and my darndest to um to get Bastards out soon if oh my god motorcycle guy's like circling my house because he wants a beach um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it looks like if our event doesn't sell out, I will have, a, you know, if, if we don't sell out, I'll, I'll potentially have some bastards to sell after the show, mm. um, which will burn that bridge when we get there. Um, if we do sell out entirely, that's a good thing. And then I guess I probably won't do a bastard release until the new year, but it's all very nebulous and exciting and like... Uh, I'm thrilled to be working with everyone. And one important piece of information that I've left out is Mogurana uh, is hosting the event. So, fuck uh, yeah, yeah. It it is a collab of the collaboratives. The like Safubi guys no are going wild. Like a sportsman just scored a goal down. Yeah, Touch goal. I mean, I briefly talked about it yesterday when someone had asked about mogu and explained what he does so mogu orano orano <laughs> which <laughs> roughly translates to molehole or directly does uh his yeah his instagram page is a gallery page that does sofubi lotteries for people i've done a lottery through him as well um oh yeah he's he's the best he's a good friend um so he's uh our man on the other side so he's been doing all of the organization and setting up the show so he's, he's essentially good, trustworthy boy good trustworthy boy so he's he's presenting the bastards uh hell yeah yeah he's a fucking he's a fucking wonderful human love that guy amazing yeah. that's awesome i'm i'm stoked and pumped that that sounds fantastic yeah it's very <laughs> very nerve-wracking and very exciting i i'm stoked I mean, i'm stoked and scared fuck yeah i mean i feel like we should be more stoked than scared, but also I'm not the one flying to Japan in, like, a month to sell a toy, so... Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can say whatever the fuck I want. It's true. You can say whatever the fuck you desire. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I bring to the table, is <laughs> positive 
reinforcement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if anybody has, like, any questions about the event, um, yeah, weloveregie.com has all the details. If you read those details and you still have questions, you can message me on Discord or find me on Instagram and DM me there. I'm happy to answer any and all questions regarding the bastards. Um, I mean, to the best of my knowledge and abilities, because I can't tell the future, but, uh, yeah, I'm fucking excited it's gonna be crazy and oh, yeah. like i can't can't reiterate just how much uh awesome and how wonderful it has been that is an awkward sentence but just how just how like loving and wonderful my working relationship is with um brennan colm with king hideous toys like mm. through yeah, they're, they're rad they're like just genuinely the best. really cool really amazing people and i'm i'm so glad that we got to like in a, the weirdest <laughs> way possible, got to become friends and work partners mm-hmm. with them. Like, as that was like one of those weird, like the cosmos is in our favor type of scenario. Yeah, if, if so. the listeners don't know, um, the, we they came into our lives because Colm was a listener fate. of our podcast, and he went into the comic shop that Tony used to work at and overheard him speaking and was like hey do you host a podcast like he was a li- i know that nasally annoying voice <laughs> yeah he like he literally heard the voice of tony and was like i listened to your podcast and we're like holy shit it's our only fan um, <laughs> yeah which was is is insane um that, that yeah and the, and the fact that it's happened a couple times now is also weird to me on in yeah. a few levels but like this was legitimately the best version of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then now, now look, now look at this. Now yeah, look what's going on? It's fucking crazy, my dude. And I get, my... and I get to sit in on some of your guys' official business meetings and just eat tempura. Yeah, and be like, that sounds cool. Yeah, and pretend that I'm part of the team. <laughs> no, it's great. And yeah, my my meteoric rise to being in debt all the time has just been so fulfilling and fun. Hey man, it was gonna happen eventually. At least you get to do it in a way that you fucking enjoy. That's true. So mm-hmm. not, not that that sounded a little bit spiteful, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shit. Hell yeah. Hey, dude. You, fuck yeah. You get any toy pickers? Oh god, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got a toy. Oh fuck got yeah. A toy, a toy came in. Uh, no, no, it didn't come in. I found it. Um. I found it on a Facebook Marketplace listing mm-hmm. when I was listing some toys myself. Just going through it. Very good, very and, good. And uh, it was a dude that posted, just like, Power Rangers lot. I'm like, okay, all right, let's check it. Let's check and see what's in there. And this actually ties into a previous episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, the episode where I went fucking nuts. Uh, and I Pepe Silva the Trendmaster toys, and the mm-hmm. relation to Power Rangers right. and uh, Prem MPR, um, and I said that uh, I was gonna at some point put in the money to get a pre MMPR Power Ranger super big figure or a uh, super big pose figure to do a direct comparison with the Trendmaster one to see if that mold. Uh, is more closer to a pre-MMPR super big pose. Um, circling back around to this post, 
dude out in Richmond, which is another like sub city, about an hour walk away from. I don't know. I'm saying walk away. It's like <laughs> it's not that far. Like it's where nothing, our airport nothing is. Nothing in Vancouver it's, has ever been walkable, and you're like, yeah, it's like a little no. walk. It's like a walk away. It's like a good forty five minute walk. It's, uh, we we hitch up the horse in the carriage and we clop 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 down the street, um, and then and then you're there. Uh, but no, dude had a. I have to double check it again because um, I can't remember if it's five man or live man. Thanks, Super Sentai. Okay. Um, okay. I hate the way that I. Okay, it's five man. Five man. Um, the five-man Red Ranger, a super big pose, uh, for, like, in a lot, with, like, there was, like, five bootleg Kakorenjos that were done in the, the Chigokin, like, Popey style, mm-hmm. uh, the four-inch ones. I didn't know that they were bootleg until I had them in hand. I'm like, well, these fucking suck. <laughs> like, they feel almost like they're made out of that blow-mold plastic. Oh, and they're gross. all super loose. They're I wanted to be stoked, but they're I yucky. like I said, I, I thought they were they were yucky. I thought they were legit. Um, so I think that's why I was a bit like, okay, well these these fucking suck and I hate them. But the the five man uh super big pose is legit. Uh so I'm very happy about that. And he's nice and sturdy and hefty. He does need a little bit of a cleaning now that I, I have him in my hands again. Um, but I picked him up just before the hobby hangout, so we got to explore this toy's body. <laughs> got to ch- got to check that Power Ranger to see if he's got Danes on him. Yeah, <laughs> and he does. Um, oddly, no, it was, oddly it was actually... anatomic crotch region on this thing. Yeah, I don't know how, man. Those like. It's weird because they normally like pixelate them, but no, they just went fully, fully into detail. Yeah, that was before the decency um, laws. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we actually got to do a, a live comparison between um, a pre MMPR and an MMPR and the Trendmaster uh, remold, and we discovered that there was actually. A bit more original sculpting than we thought there would be. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, which is really cool. So uh, props to Trendmasters as well. Uh, there are some parts that are just straight up like okay, these are the exact same pieces, but like lifted and just like they added an extra couple of stripes onto there to put into the mold. Um, but when you put them side by side and like like put them next to each other, the Trendmaster one is smaller, but only because the torso and the head is considerably smaller than the original Super Big Pose. So, the limbs and the diaper, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, those are uh, all essentially lifted from Super Big Pose. Uh, but the belt, torso, and head, like helmet are their own unique sculpts and they added some flourishes to the limbs to differentiate them so uh yeah which is cool and it actually it makes sense too that if since it's the original sculpts that they could use that helmet design kind of across the board for other like official licensed things like the um the godzilla figures and stuff like that so this uh, this ranger 
Yes. Um, this one. Is he stamped? Yeah, your new one. Is he stamped by Trendmasters? Uh, no, no, no. This is Bandai. This right, is straight up Bandai. Right. And with the yeah. Trendmasters stuff, they they retooled them a bit and like filed off the serial numbers off that car they stole. So, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, they didn't need to because uh, the placement of the stamping mm -hmm. um, is on the back of the torso. Right. So that was a unique sculpt. So they didn't need to sand anything off. Right. So yeah, they just kind of put their own. This awesome Bandai. Uh, wait, the the super big pose is that what they're called? Yeah, super big pose. Does this? So uh, when you if when you were a kid in 1994 or 93, uh, the Power Ranger toys you remember like the the seven, six, seven and inch? eight inch, however tall they are, uh, about a seven inch, seven inch. Mm -hmm. um, those are the super big pose toys. Mm -hmm. The four-inch ones that the Americans got, uh, that only came with the... Head flippy? Like, the dinosaur bikes. Uh, those ones were the Popey molds, originally. Oh, okay, okay. Or the Chigokin ones. So, so, this Bandai Superpose... Yeah. Does it inspire you to want to get more of them? Like, to track down other uh, Red Rangers from that line? Actually, yeah. yeah. And it wouldn't even really be that hard to do, because they didn't make a lot of them. Like, oh, okay, uh, so the it, window of using that sort of, like, format is pretty small? Yes. Yeah, as far as I know, there's, like, it, even on the, the Ranger wiki, it shows you that, like... Uh, so, MMPR was done... Uh, sorry, one sec. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna whip it up right now. Hell yeah. Um, whip for me, daddy. You got it... <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so the MMPR ones were made for North America specifically using mm -hmm. that body. Uh, they just, it was actually kind of cool when we put them side to side. Uh, the super big pose pre MMPR feels a lot sturdier. Uh, the plastic quality actually feels a bit nicer. Yeah, probably uh, just, even like, they, thicker. Like, they probably just put more yeah, material into them. It's definitely thicker. Um, and, like, even the color of the plastic is, like... The red on the five-man is a lot richer of a red. Whereas the Bandai... Or the uh, North American MMPR... It's not translucent... But it's like it just looks a bit different. Mm. Um, it it's a solid plastic still, even like fucking thirty years later. Uh, but yeah, thirty years later. Um, but yeah, when you put them side to side or back to back, it's you can tell that like they had to like change a few things for North America. Uh, but one of the mysteries was why is the head so small in the Transmaster Trendmaster one? And that's because when you put the two of them side by side, the pre-MMPR helmet is actually quite a bit smaller than the MMPR helmet. Like, by a noticeable amount. So they were clearly working off of, I believe it was the Car Ranger version. Um, sorry, Turbo Ranger version. Um, which would have also had a similar sized helmet to work off of. So I'm of the firm belief... That they did use pre-MMPR super big pose bodies to base their Trendmaster uh, Master Botics line off of. Sick. 
That's You're my, such a little archaeologist. We did the fucking work. I mean, my job, my my, my bill paying job is an archivist, so like, it makes sense <laughs> that, that that's my thing. That's fucking great, man. Um, that's really cool. But yeah, so it looks like the um, the li- the releases that they've done so far is they did do a Turbo Ranger, mm-hmm. so I definitely want to get that. And when you look at the helmets too, that one is very similar to the Masterbotics, and it does have the uh, the indent for the titty sticker on it. So that's why I'm like, okay, I am 100% sure that they lifted the inspiration slash the parts that they did reuse from, from Turbo Ranger. Uh, but I do want to get a Turbo Ranger one, and then they did Five Man, and then MMPR for North America. And then after that, I think they did Zeo. Mm. Yeah, they did do Super Big Pose for Zeo. Uh, and then Turbo, like, our Turbo Ranger, Japanese Karenja, uh, and then In Space was... Was that the uh, final? No, apparently they did, uh, Gao Ranger as well, or, uh, So I lost Wild count, Force, is that I ten believe. you need? Uh, yeah, I also fucking lost count. Um, <laughs> I need one... One. Two... two. Three, three, four, four exciting five. Content. I only five. need five. Five, and I then you've got five. the other yeah. six and seven, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. There's only seven essentially. Yeah, that's uh, sick, official dude. Ones. I'm fucking. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked that you've uh, unearthed something cool to sort of uh, obsess over. That's fantastic. That's what we do here. That's what we do in totally. toy world. Uh, if I wanted to be a little crazy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I could get the Silver Ranger Lost Galaxy version, mm. uh, cause that's technically a different series. <laughs> very uh, good, very good. in space. It was in space and then Lost Galaxy and that, or actually wait, was Gow Ranger Lost Galaxy for us? I, it gets a little confusing. I'm just a little, I'm not disappointed that there's no other pre-MMPR versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a little bit glad that there's only, like, two releases. Yeah, it's kind of nice. For pre-MMPR. Nice to have a so it's like if I do collection to build out. Yeah, if I ever get a little too intoxicated and I see a, an eBay listing for the, the Cheborenja one, that I'm like, I could justify it, then, then that might happen, but... Yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to look up eBay right now while we're recording because that's grossly unprofessional. Yes, and last uh, time so it ended a... it ended with me buying a bunch of toys. Uh, yeah, so... you got mad. You got legit mad. So <laughs> there, we had our big toy fair. Yes, yes. you did. So that's right. Cherry Bomb hosts a toy toy fair twice a week. We do or twice a week, twice a year. That would we be do, rad. <laughs> uh, one in the fall, one in the spring. This was obviously the fall show. And it was great. It was a good time. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, a bunch of pickups. I might go through things pretty quickly. We're already at half an hour here. And... Oh, yeah. I kind of... I took over. I'm sorry. No, That's... no, no. I took over, too. I just... I did promo. No, no. I, t- I took over. I, just I did <laughs> promo for the first 20 minutes of our show. Um, Hell, yeah. Make that... Make that fliff. Uh, yes. For all of our, um, like, English-speaking listeners who will not be in Japan for my show, they now know about the show. Um... 
<laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> I got uh, some Motu shit. So Ooh. I've been doing Motu Origins, uh, admittedly slowing down because the line is kind of the line's kind of done in a weird way in that they've done most things. They are yeah. shifting to Mattel Creations only pretty soon. Um, so they're going to do the filmation style wave one, which I, th- like, I don't know. I haven't looked at the spoilers. I don't know who's all in it. I know there's He-Man and Skeletor. Um, and those will be on the shelf at, you know, Walmarts and Toys R Us's, et cetera, unless okay. Walmarts drop them, who knows. But, uh, that'll be the last thing that ships out to stores. And then from then on, it'll be strictly Mattel creations. It'll only be the, like, the window to order is open, buy the next figure, closing it down we're sending them out this is what i've been this is what i've heard this is what i've been told if i'm wrong you guys can let me know so the line's kind of wrapping in a way where like looking at the shelf they've done almost everybody like they've yeah it's it's a sorry they only really have a pool they can pull from other besides making up new characters well and and they've even already done that with a lot of the sun man stuff which is like dope like i really do appreciate the sun man stuff and i like that they're getting weird and finding weird sort of things to make figures of um Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of cooling on it in that there's a couple that i need i still need that original trap jaw i unfortunately didn't find him at the show um but i got a couple of figures from the snake man shit that I wanted because I didn't want to get all the snake man stuff. I'm like, I don't need horde troopers with snake heads. I'm good. Um, yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of ones that are just like, Hey, this guy you already have, but green, but green. I mean, I do have an yeah. awesome horde trooper with a snake head. That was a gift. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, Justifiable if it's a gift. Yeah, totally. And no, it's great, but like, I don't need to get all of them. Cause I think there's like, I think there's four variations. I think it might have been a box set. But anyways, oh. I don't need, like, the Eternia guard, but with a snake head. Um, I don't yeah. need Tila, but with paint apps that make her a snake. Um, but I do need fucking Squeeze with too many E's. Cause squeeze... Well, that's the right amount of E's, it sounds like. Uh, oh, sorry, it's too many S's. It's Squeeze. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, now I hate it. So he, he was one that came out <laughs> back in the day. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to scoop him. Uh, he's great. He's uh, got bendy arms that are giant and long, and he's fantastic. Uh, I grabbed Spikor, who, if you had to guess, he's a purple guy who's spiky. Um, oh, hell yeah. And Lar- Purple and spikes makes the most sense to me. Yeah, and Larry hooked me up with a pig man, or pig head. Uh, Fuck yeah, Larry. And I just got a package from Mitch, which has my box set from Target in the States, which is another pig head. Um, But he's got, like, shiny paint apps, so he's, like, a shiny version of pig head. Oh, that's Uh, tight. We've got another version of Sun Man with an even doper haircut. He's got, like, a fucking army-ass, like, crop top, like, NBA jam, like, dope hair. Oh, yes. And then there's Beautiful. Sumo, who is a telekinetic ninja, which is a funny thing for a sumo wrestler to be. Um, but Yeah, it doesn't seem like a thing that a sumo would do. Yeah, he's, he's just a guy... He's kind of the Dengar. He's got like a head wrap and he's just <laughs> he was added in because he wanted to hang out. <laughs> um, so I got that. Oh no. And then R&R. what else? I got a uh, Dragon Riders of the River Sticks uh, little uh, the sort of Green Army Men style toys they did. So I've got like a an ogre oh, dude. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. It's a little ogre dude. Um, I got a handful of muscle figures. And, oh, I got a 91 uh, bat 
like the orange and black bat. Ooh, which that's a nice one. I'm pretty sure I already have one, but two is better than one. Yep, especially um, with bats. I got... And 90s bats. <laughs> uh, five packs of um, slammers for Pog that are called Ooh. Rock Pack and Boulder Pack, but Rock is spelled R-O-H-K and Pack is spelled P-A-H-K and there's cavemen on yep. them. And this one's the Boulder Yeah, pack. I actually remember... I remember that the official were called rocks right i think so this is not this is upper stack company this is not uh canada oh. games but they're still fantastic oh never mind then so i paid a then buck it's, uh... <laughs> i paid a buck for each no, pack perfect. and they're great uh and then i got an original um i think it's an original um charizard pokemon sticker uh, oh i remember those the classic art yeah dude oh i remember the like machines where you'd pop in like a dollar yeah. or some quarters and you'd crank the thing like I think that's like an old washing machine and you'd get the I think that's where they're from get the guy yeah 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 they're great uh, oh, that's the best yeah so those were my pickups um it was good it was a great show um I talked myself oh, yeah. out of buying the ninety dollar He Man versus the Snake Men pack which is like a He Man and like three snake guys what i was just saying i don't need three horde troopers that are snakes um yeah so i didn't get that that's box. a good deal though 90 bucks <laughs> for four dudes yeah that's that's pretty okay yeah right? it's not bad um but it's less than 30 bucks a boy i held off because i'm i've i've said that i'm slowing on the line and i need to put my money where my mouth is and stop buying so many fucking toys from that line yeah, i so, feel that uh, yeah because honestly there's like the trap jaw I'm missing, Snake Mountain I'll get, and I don't know if I saw King Randor I'd scoop him up because I don't mm -hmm. have King Randor, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, I don't, I don't need everything anymore. Yeah. Did you crack open your Grey Skull yet? It is in a shipper under my desk. Excellent. Yeah, I have, no, <laughs> I have nowhere to display it. It's fucking huge, right? I feel that. Like, I really want to get a Castle Grey Skull. But at the same time, I don't know where I would put it, so mm -hmm. I don't think it's the smartest idea to get a castle, castle grace. Yeah, I think it's one of those things I'll display uh, if I ever own a home. Um, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. So I might never get have to display Have your own, like, He-Man room. Yeah, it would just be, like, cool to have, like, a custom-built case, you know? Instead of just tacking oh, random yeah. shit to the wall to, like, build out with, you know, rails and... Uh, little hooky guys that hold shelves and like have it encased in glass so you don't have to dust it as often and like have it mm -hmm. well lit and all those things like in my brain I can imagine what my He-Man display would look like but that only happens if I have like my own space to do it because I'm not going to make a built in feature in the unit I fucking rent so yeah that's fair well I'm also kind of like I'm looking at some of my, my display stuff and I'm like there are some shelves that are only really kind of like half done, and I have mm. so many other things to go up on there that I'm like, I don't really want to even fucking bother with this right now. <laughs> so I'm like, do I just take everything down and like reuse that space? And then same with like, like the anime figures that I, I picked up and stuff. I'm like, they're cool, but like, I don't think I love them as much as I used to. So it's like, realistically, that could be a Castle Grayskull spot. So... But... Then it's more getting rid of shit. Yeah, play sets are tough because they're huge. <laughs> they're yeah, and it's huge. like it's one huge thing that takes up so much space that like 
a bunch of other smaller things can do. So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. It, uh, yeah. So the ultimate find from the show. I'm, oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna blow. I'm gonna blow up their spot. My buddy Brian found. Um, are you familiar with Lily Lady, the Mexican Star Wars figures? No, but I love the name. Yeah. Um, I hope I'm the saying fact it correctly. That they're Mexican Star Wars uh, it's figures. It's L I L L E D Y. So Lily Letty or Lily Lady. Um, I mean, and they are both acceptable, I guess. They are legitimate Star Wars figures. They are not bootlegs. They are officially licensed Ooh. Star Wars toys. They have the Hong Kong branding, the whole shebang. Um, it mm-hmm. says, um, what do they say on their leg? Just like LF, like Lucasfilm or whatever. Um, okay. So they're fully branded like a vintage Star Wars figure, but they were, uh, they were, I think they were produced in Hong Kong like the usual shit, but the paint mm-hmm. apps were done in Mexico. Oh, cool. And the paint apps are shit. And that's what makes uh. them, like, special, is the paint apps are So kind of like fun shit. school G.I. Joes. Yes. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. And if you ever see one carded, I'm sure there's other tells, like they're being Spanish on the packaging, but on the back uh, yeah, of them, it. there's like a little pinprick hole into where the bubble would be, and that was to prevent condensation from happening in the bubble uh, because of the humidity and the heat and whatnot in Mexico. So there's a little pinprick. That's so rad. Yeah, I got a little crash course on them, which is fantastic. So my buddy found some and got some. Uh, on the cheap, just paid like shitty vintage Star Wars toy price, like twenty bucks a figure, or whatever. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Some Lily Lily pieces go. I'm just gonna call them Lily now. Um, some Lily pieces go for like five hundred dollars loose, and <laughs> like like it's a crazy Holy steal fuck. and find. Um, so he scooped some of those, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, just like a neat thing from the Toy Fair, and I got a little crash course on like a little nugget of Star Wars history that, is super that cool. I just didn't know, so it was kind of fun. Um, yeah. Well, what which ones did you get? I'm I'm curious. I want to know. Uh, me, Han Solo and Jedi <laughs> Luke. Hell yeah, still good, still good. Yeah, uh, yeah they're <laughs> nice. great. They're they're great, and I'm stoked for him, and that's really exciting to like find because he's a huge like bootleg and rare star like he has a bunch of uh Uze figures and like he has bootlegs oh. from like every country under the sun because and he also does man like, to get some of those packaged Uze's would be oh, yeah. so fucking rad yeah totally like oh uh okay so that covers all the shit that i got nice and nice now it's story time oh tell me all about it so dude <laughs> so i don't know what it is about the last like it's not the last 10 minutes. It's like the, the Toy Fair ends at 3 o'clock and then everyone starts packing up. So it's done by 3 yeah. and everyone's packing up on the Sunday. I don't know what it is about the 15 minutes after it's over. It's like 15, 20 minutes after it's over, fucking weirdos mm-hmm. start walking through the door trying to like make deals mm-hmm. with desperate vendors or whatever they're doing there. But they're they're yeah, not really yeah, toy vultures. people. Yeah, or... Or the they're just fucking like, vultures. Or they're just fucking assholes. Like, I think the yeah, uh, the thing. story that I told however many episodes back about the guy basically being like, women shouldn't exist because Star Wars. And I was like, how about you're fucking wrong? Go oh, fuck yeah. yourself. Um, yep, like that guy who about. dared to ste- step out of his incel echo chamber um, 
you know, that happened 10 minutes after the yeah. show had ended. It's always the case, whoever I'm going to interact with is going to be an asshole. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if you listeners, if you know this about Logan's personality, but he doesn't <laughs> shy away from just saying it how it fucking is and dealing with the repercussions afterwards. Like, if, if when they when they write my eulogy, they'll say... Logan might have been a dick sometimes, but he definitely wasn't a liar because he told what he thought was the truth. Um, so <laughs> this fucking guy, I'm like tidying up G.I. Joe stuff and he's walking through and we have mm-hmm. some tank. I can't remember what the tank is called. The Maybe the Blitz or something. It's like gray and has orange weapons. Um, it has a front oh, that sounds a front cool. plate that if you hit it, it shoots off like it's got a little spring. And it's got these two missiles nice. that fire. And I was messing around with it before Toy Show getting it ready. And I fired off one of the missiles and it like hit something. It was a dunk. And I'm like, holy shit, that's got a heavy spring on that bad boy. So uh, yeah. for the show, I had taken the missiles out and just put them sort of in the top little cubby. Because I'm like, if a kid yeah, pokes so... that and gets it in the face, like that would suck. Because... It was definitely yeah. a gnarly ass spring, and I'm packing it up, and uh, the guy's like, "Oh, GI Joe," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's it's pretty cool, but gotta watch out for these missiles, man. They're definitely put your little brother's eye out springs, if you know what I'm saying." You know, making mm-hmm. very normal toy guy chit chat. And yeah, yeah, that's a pretty normal ass joke, referencing shit from back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. And so I say this comment to him, and he's like, "Yeah, back when we weren't." fucking pussies like back when toys weren't for fucking pussies and i like look at him and i'm like yeah you know what's super cool irreparable eye damage <laughs> just flip it back up yeah like what the fuck are you talking about yeah that uh yeah i don't know it, yeah. it, it left me feeling yucky because i know the implication there it's like yeah he wanted you to to yeah, he wanted me to be Interact like, yeah, in the same yeah, hell way. yeah, men should play with G.I. Joes. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was that vibe. Totally. No, I wasn't even there, and you tell me that. So I was like, yeah, I, I picked up the exact vibe. Yeah, so like... As well. So That's, Yeah, and I ugh. very easily was able to deconstruct what he's getting at. And like, dude, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry growing up was hard for you. I'm sorry that you were verbally or physically abused by those around you. I'm sorry that life was hard. But, like, fucking grow up and, like, blanket calling children pussies as if, like, that means anything or is a valuable commentary on our society. It's like, maybe the world's just, like, a less shitty place than when you were a kid, man. And, like, no matter how hard you want to make it a shitty place, I'm going to tell you you're fucking wrong. Like... Yeah. I don't know. That guy clearly needs, like, a craftsman as his dad. Oh, he needed a craftsman, but he got a... Yeah, he he needed a craftsman, but he got, like, you know, a standard ass. He got a Tim Allen. 90s dad. Yeah. Oh! 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 Yeah. I don't know. That's like bad Tim Allen. I, I don't think... I don't think what I'm saying is hyperbolic. Like, I don't think I'm taking it too far with my extra analysis on what he was saying. Like, that's... That is what it is. The fact that it happens multiple times with multiple people, mm. uh, yeah, that's saying something. Because even the few times that, like, I work Cherry Bomb as well, like... It, you would get the, like, I've seen, these toys were I've witnessed shit like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, like, verbatim, like, 
pussy toys. Yeah, or like, what's with all this girl whatever. stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, but it's like it's the same vein, and like a lot of baiting. Right. There's a lot of like people saying shit like that mm-hmm. to be like, ah, huh? are you also one of my incels? And right, it's like, right. no, dog, like fucking. <laughs> Yeah, and like, no. <laughs> I don't know, I guess, like, I guess what I want to see in the world, and what I think the world should be, is, like, when that, like, even even though it's subtle, when that little bit of poison spills out, like, violently mm-hmm. throw it back in people's faces. Like, you don't get to behave this way. If you want to think these thoughts, you can keep them to your fucking self. Because the world, yeah, the world, every day gets, like, a a tiny sliver better and people behave just the littlest bit better. And if I can make you yeah. feel like a fucking asshole right now, maybe tomorrow you'll be slightly less shitty. And that's how like the, you know, the gears of society keep turning. And like, I don't know, not mm-hmm. again, it's like, it's a fucking GI Joe missile. And I'm talking about the gears <laughs> of society. What is wrong with me? But like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. And, and I think like you should violently reject shitty behavior and I guess in this little microcosm, it's some weird toxic masculinity shit going on about, like, mm-hmm. blinding someone with a springed missile. So, like, I don't know. That was my story. But I, I felt pretty good about <laughs> just, yeah, giving it back to him and being like, yeah, you know, super cool not being able to see, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, also being able to knock a boomer's dick in the dirt is always kind of Oh, dude, I hate to break so. your heart. He was our age. <laughs> Uh, like, well, well I mean, like Gen X. Let's be for real. Boom, boomer is kind of a, a mentality as well. <laughs> yeah, now. he was boomer. Um, he was boomer light. He was Gen X. He was one of the one of those Rogan boys. Yeah, he knows how to use a photocopier, <laughs> but he also doesn't think women should have rights. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fuck that guy. Anyways, sounds like a GI Joe fan if I ever comes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was just, it was a thing. But it, yeah, it was very reminiscent of the, like, Kathleen Kennedy is ruining Star oh, Wars. And I'm like, yeah. dude, just do what the, the incel forums tell yeah. you to do. <laughs> <laughs> that got dark. Uh, I mean, she's also produced a bunch of, like, beloved Star Wars shit, too. So it's like, well... We hear what you're saying, my guys. Yeah. We hear it loud and clear. <laughs> Not in the way that you think we do yeah, either, by the way. It's wild, but I think you're right. It is the, like, say the inflammatory thing and wink a nod and, like... Yeah, to be like, are you one of my... It's like a weird dog whistle, almost. Yeah, I totally. hate saying that totally. on our podcast, mm-hmm. um, but, like, it, it's, it is kind of like a weird baiting thing. It's like, hey, are you a shitty toy guy or, like... Or, like, you know, are you... Are you, are you chill like or do you, like, being. hate women? Because I need... I need yeah. some validation yeah, exactly. right here. Yeah, yeah. So, just... Uh, just don't. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just get your toys off of fucking eBay and Amazon and leave us the fuck alone. Yeah, don't show up to the toy fair <laughs> after it's over. D&I, don't even... There are gonna be ladies there... Sorry in advance. Well, and yeah, (laughs) it's also one of those things too where it's like the community that's been curated and the space that we provide is like by by all measure of the word a safe space. Like we've Mm -hmm. we've we want to ensure that everyone is comfortable and everyone is happy and everyone is having a good time. So if you Which is really cool. 
Right. And it's, it's, and it's important. And I think like, uh, yeah, I just think standing up for what is right is an, Mm -hmm. it's not an obligation. It's a requirement. Like you need to give a voice to like those who don't have one or are unheard. Right. Like you, or aren't able to speak up right because they are gonna face a lot more backlash than us cis white dudes <laughs> right so right yeah i'm ready to throw hands with other cis white dudes so oh yeah oh man we'll just it'll be like fight club mm-hmm. but not in the way that they want it to be yeah it it is funny though like <laughs> all of the the sort of like black and white morality of all the nerd shit of like good and bad yeah. how like there's just like so many people who are just bad it's like you missed the whole point yeah you're, well i think i think the guy. other thing too is like because of that it has also kind of poisoned people's brains mm. like so they see something like that and they think they're on the good side yeah and they're so adamantly like on the good side but like their media literacy was not developed enough to realize, like, no, 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 sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. You are the bad guy. Yeah, they're like, Indiana Jones was tight. I really liked those guys who wanted the Ark. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. You can just get Armani in a different way. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you should answer some questions before we get a too woke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to lose any of our sponsorships. Yeah, we're we are woke or oh wait, isn't it the don't the crazies uh, don't they say that they have awakened and it's just like don't you call I people don't know, woke? Man. I, I don't know. I, I'm not that much on the internet. Oh, thank goodness. I I wish I can't, I can't do it. Man, you know whose Twitter I should check in on to see if they're having an okay time. I was going to do a Russell Brand joke. Um, Yeah, let's... Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, Russ, how you doing? (laughs) I'm surprised it took you this long to get to a Russell Brand joke. Uh, Well, I'll I'll just reiterate it for the people. The best Russell Brand joke is Russell Brand is accused of exactly what you thought he did. So we'll just just leave it at that. (laughs) Uh, Question time? Yeah, let's answer a couple. Questions from the... Discord. Uh, oh yeah, okay, I think it's the King Glooms. Yeah, do you want to start? Okay, we have like... Oh no, we have a few. Alright, we're good. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a long episode, but I'm good if you're good. Ah, that happens. I'm sure we can cut out the parts where I like, farted so hard that I shit my pants and started crying. Like, I know you said it's comedy gold and we should keep it in, but like, I, I think we can cut it. King Gloom. King Gloom, uh, what other countries' toy cultures besides Japan are you into? Uh, well, since the Lily Lady scenario, these official Mexican toys are kind of exciting to me. Yeah, those are pretty fun. I, d- I do love uh, me, like, the Mexican bootleg scene, and I do, like, kind mm-hmm. of a similar vein to the star- like Mexican Star Wars figures. I really like the monster in my pockets from other areas. Like, I really want some Argentinian, Argentinian uh, monster in my pockets, because I think they did, like, a deep, almost black purple. Um, oh, nice. So, so, yeah, there's some plastic colors or rubber colors we just didn't get, so it'd be cool to find some Ar- Argentinian mimp stuff yeah 
Yeah. What about you, buddy? Dude, I want some of the the South American Transformers Ooh. specifically. Okay. Like the um, like the the Bumblebee recolors, like the Estrella ones, I believe. Um, man, those are so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they're such weird looking colors for like the toys. I mean, it's only weird to us because we're so used to being like Bumblebee's only in red and white or red and yellow. That that's it. That's it now. Um, so seeing, like, the blue one or the white one mm-hmm. or, like, that orange one, I think, is... Um, kind of the kind of the same vein with my MIMP stuff. It's like they just use different plastic yeah. colors. Yeah, and they are official still, Fuck but yeah. also, like, the like the factions are different as well. Like, one of them has, like, a lion face. I'm like, that's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so one day that's going to happen. I'm going to end up getting one of those. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know why or where it's going to come from. But it's going to fucking happen and it's going to be so good. Uh, other than that, I feel very uncultured with, like, toy cultures. Like, I feel like it, we, unfortunately, the way that the world is, it's like North American toys. Like, Transformer, G.I. Joe, blah, blah, all that other shit. Japanese toys, toku, anime, like, everything like that. Um, Does Lego count as Danish toys, (laughs) specifically? I I think another (laughs) factor, too, is, like, our nostalgia for toys is based on what we had here growing up. And so to, like, the nostalgia is deeply rooted to Zellers and Stedmans and all these Yeah, totally. Whereas, like, you know, growing up in, let's say, Germany, I'm sure there's, like, amazing German toy companies that we've never fucking heard of because we weren't kids at the time in Germany. I mean, they love Disney shit. I was in Germany uh, visiting relatives when I was, like, 12 years old. And I remember going to toy shops and seeing, like, yeah, shitload of Lego, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that was really kind of neat was every, like, kid magazine came with some sort of little toy. Oh, hell yeah. Like, like there was Like, all, after like, the dentist ass, like, shitty toy or something cool? A little bit of both. Okay. Like, kind of in between, in between. Um, like, I can't remember exactly which one, but there was a lot of, like, Disney mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember there was, like, a Disney magazine. It had, like, some weird, like, Donald Duck shooter thing and i was like oh that's kind of neat and cool uh again i was 12 so i don't really remember too too much other than the fact that i ended up getting the rest of the slicers that i needed aha throwbots yeah buddy um so that was fucking sick uh yeah i got them a full wave early because just because of they were out yeah hell yeah well they were like a half hour drive away from the fucking right from billand Mm -hmm. so um and i think i just straight up bought one in Denmark at Legoland as well, which was pretty sick. Nice. So, anyway, King Gloom continues with what two franchises should have a crossover? Example: Friday the Thirteenth and the Alien Universe. I want to see Vin Diesel behind bars. No, I want to see uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Paired up. No, I don't give a fuck about. I was gonna. I was going to try and do a shitty joke. I don't know. It was like... You want... You know, what you want is you want the next Fast and the Furious movie to be a heist where the rival gang are a bunch of, like, really 
um, elaborate, super-powered fursuiters, and it can be called Fast and the Furriest. That's pretty funny and a wonderful joke. It's medium funny. No, I like it. It's an awful joke. <laughs> medium funny. Uh, um, well, I, I couldn't... Fruit. I couldn't remember the really serious... Shout out to our furry listeners, by the way. Really? We got a lot more than you think. Yeah, I, no, I know. I know. Um, We're big in the furry community. <laughs> fucking Whether you huge. like it or not. We're fucking It's huge. so weird to me, but it's kind of amazing. No, it's, I'm cool <laughs> with it. You know... Yeah, we're, we're, we're down to, to clown pound with it, the blue Pound black, it out how you want to pound it out as long as it's not in a Russell Brand kind of way. That's, that's, yeah, that, yeah. We, fuck. Allegedly. Wash your suits. No, don't you become, like, carpet samples. So, I was gonna try and do Fast and the Furious, but then I couldn't remember the super serious, like, 9-11 movie about the firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Shit. Uh, uh, you don't even need to remember. That's amazing. I love that. Um, so that was the joke I was going to Crossover. Uh, so now it's your turn. Shit, I'm sorry. I, I derailed all of that. Um, yeah, your, your audio kind of clipped out for a sec. Did you, like, laugh and fart super hard at the same time? No, I had, like, a raspberry laugh. Oh, nice. Like, it's like, so there's, like, normal laughing, raspberry laughing, mm. snorting laughing, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, is raspberry laughing. Um, I feel like all the ones that make sense have already happened, where it's like, oh, G.I. Joe Transformers, Batman versus Alien slash Predator. Those are pretty cool, by the way. Terminator has sex with RoboCop. Um, oh, shit, what would be a good RoboCop crossover, though? Um, I feel like I watched RoboCop again recently, and it still holds up. Um, I'm trying to think what would be a good pairing. What's a pe- like something? What is like the antithesis of RoboCop? Like Snake, like movie wise. Snake Plissken versus RoboCop. Yeah, that might be kind of cool. Escape from Detroit. Escape from Detroit. Yeah, because then it's like yeah. Okay, there we go. Because yeah. yeah, RoboCop is the good guy. Snake Plissken is the rebel. It's, the antihero. Yeah. They end up like fighting each other at first, but then their common goal. The police is... station gets blown up, and they both have to escape Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm down. Yeah. yeah this works. Actually, that's pretty. See, sometimes that's pretty work- sick. <laughs> yeah, workshopping is good when I can't think brain. Good. Hell yeah. What's your next toy project? Like, you fucking don't know that, King Gloom. <laughs> uh, I've already spent 20 yeah, minutes are, talking We already about did all the promo. It's the bastard. Yeah. Uh, how important is good toy talk... How important is good photography for toys? As a seller and as a buyer. Also, any tips for photography? I think I talked about it fairly recently. Taking photos of toys, like taking photos of Reggie fills me with so much anxiety because I'm not very good at it. I feel like my toy photos could be a bajillion times better. I love toys. I suck ass mm-hmm. at taking a good photo of a toy. Um, oh, You're pretty good at taking photos of toys, though. I don't know, dog. Also, I, I have to say that, like, uh, I know everyone hates this answer, but the best uh, camera that you have is the best. Oh my god, I already fucked up the quote. Mm-hmm. the The best camera is the one that you already own. Um, I do stick by that um, because 
There's so many times where I've taken better photos with my cell phone of toys mm-hmm. compared to my multiple thousand dollar DSI or DS DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. So I can't even fucking say it. Uh, I have a Canon 5D Mark III that is worth in the thousands of dollars. Uh, Man, with lenses, cameras are also so worth fucking that much. expensive. Fuck cameras. Yep. And do you think I fucking use it as much as something with that price point should be? Right. No. No, I fucking don't. I mean, I've done enough, like, paid gigs with it that I think I've finally, like, brain paid it off. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I mean, I did get it for, like, a ridiculously good deal. Um, But, like, when it comes to, like... (laughs) One more photograph of an asshole and this camera's paid off. Yeah... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I don't have to do that anymore, and that feels actually quite nice. <laughs> You're free. I'm finally free from the hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was a career choice for a bit. Um, anyway, what were we talking about other than buttholes? I don't know, toy uh, photography. I suck at it, so I kind of yeah, opted just, out of the know, question, and I apologize. No, no, it's all good. Um, uh, that being said, I did have a lot of fun going around with, like, nice big camera, taking pictures of toys and shit like that. Uh, it definitely draws a lot more attention to you, I think, um, when you're doing that, so that can be kind of awkward. Um, so it's mostly just kind of, like, do what feels right. Um, yeah, composition, lighting, shit like that. That's always a good starter way to, like, get into toys, like, learning a little bit about, like, Okay, well, if I have, like, a front-facing light this way, and then, like, a kicker light from the other side, that will help make your photos a bit more dynamic, and it'll keep things in focus. Um, One other important thing that I want to say, too, though, is uh, there's a lot of photographers that are like, you have to do everything manual, you have to, like, do this, you need to, like, blah, 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 blah. Fuck that. Get the shot. Doesn't matter how you get the shot. Mm -hmm. Just get the fucking shot. Use autofocus. It's there for a reason. It's a tool. Yeah. Use the tool. So, like, if you want to be a weird, pretentious cunt about shit, pop (laughs) off, my guy. But if you want to, like, actually, like, get shit that you're proud of doing, use the tools that you have. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) I just imagined you're in a camera shop looking at a camera and some guy comes by and he's just like, autofocus, am I right? Isn't it only for boobs? (laughs) Like, he wanted to... Yeah, I'm like... (laughs) Like, oh, cool, you want to waste your fucking time? And, like, uh, oh, my God. no, like He, that shit, he was okay, doing okay. a camera snob dog whistle on you. Yeah, because I've actually fucking worked with people like that. Oh, jeez. And it's the fucking worst. It made me never want to touch my fucking camera again. You have trauma? And, no, not trauma. It was just, like, really annoying where it was just kind of, like, not only are they also, like, that with their camera, but they're like that with their models, too. Mm. And the way that they, like, talk with their models and shit like that. It's like, you are so full of fucking shit, my guy. Mm. Like, get out of my studio. I like that you had beef with other butthole photographers. No, this was pre-butthole oh, days. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I feel... <laughs> the butthole guys, we're just, like, we're just here to make a fucking buck right now. Yeah. We're just, like, we're here to get, like, a good cut. Uh, of that sweet OF money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, it's, it's very much the, like, it's, it's very just straight business. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, yeah, it's, again, it's not Only pro, only pros snap photos of hoes. Only pros <laughs> laps. 
Only pros laps. I sorry. Uh, only pros <laughs> take photos of holes. There we go. There we go. Um, Sex work is real work. It is actually, yeah. Um, we're we're not being shitty about that as well, because yeah, it's true. It is real work, and respect them. Uh, who's your next guest? I don't know. You want to be on it again? Yeah, probably you. Yeah, probably you guys. Uh, just shoot us a whatever. We'll figure it out. Kage uh, Cage <laughs> asks a very important question. How are you? Well, I'm fucking riled up now thinking about my old photography days. Jesus, I'm chill as fuck right now. I'm having a good time. Yeah, we're switching. We're switching fucking... Um, switching gears? The way that we normally do it, yeah. Normally, uh, Logan's the one that gets riled up, and I'm the one that's chill. Yeah, no, uh, I'm good. I'm excited about the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's feeling feeling okay. Feeling okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah, really thanks, dude. It. How are you? You, yeah, you, you DM me. Tell me all about it, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't DM. Me. I mean, you can. I, I was gonna sound very like, don't DM me with your. Yes. <laughs> That's really shitty. So. <laughs> um, MD Orchestra. Have y'all been reading any manga lately? I've been reading a lot of Dragon Ball and Kamen Rider Spirit. Ooh. I ain't been reading shit, my guy. I yeah, I I have unfortunately been very backlogged on what I'm reading. Man, I've been including like, stuff that I've physically bought too. I've I feel been real like bad about it. No fun, no frills, Logue. I feel like my free time is very occupied. <laughs> at all times mm, your free time is not me time my free time is not me time i'm always working mm. on something whether that's painting things or chipping away at blood goblin or x y or z project i've just been so busy um that being said like i i don't feel like i'm missing anything right now like i'm not like i wish mm -hmm. i could do x instead of y i'm i've just been enjoying everything i've been working on but i have been very busy but yeah anyways yeah no no you really have been so busy boy which is really cool to see as well mm -hmm. you're doing a lot you're doing really good things. it's a real don't kill myself kind of year you know oh hell yeah those are good years to hell have. yeah <laughs> uh uncle jason do you have a preferred type of packaging for a toy for it to be presented on the store shelves? Oh. I'll continue, but we'll do this one first. Yeah, this is a two-parter. Mm. This is a two-parter. Um, I can tell you the ones that I hate. <laughs> uh, I hate the old McFarlane slash NECA... Yeah, the the full clamshell, like heat pressed together, two pieces of plastic. Yeah, they're it's. I hate it too. It's pretty bad because they just cut you open real deep when you try to open them up as well. Mm -hmm. And like I, you, I feel you try like to cut them open gently, and there's. Oh, I feel like there's a specific problem they were trying to solve, and I think that was damaged card backs. And I think in doing okay. so, they created a new problem where it's crumpled ass toy bubbles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they also yellowed real bad, too. Depending on which ones. The early ones are gross. The yep. more modern-ish ones aren't as bad, but they still yellow pretty pretty bad. Just the worst. I think, uh, I think my favorite type of toy packaging is toy packaging that can be hung on a hook or placed on a mm -hmm. shelf. Because there's nothing worse than a toy that, like is has a card back and a hole for a peg but if you put it down flat yeah. on a table it just falls forward or falls backwards um yeah that's really lame oh dude 
Um, four horsemen slash um, Micronauts, like the 2000 series Micronauts had it perfect, where it was like clamshell. I wonder if I have anything similar with me right now, but it was like plastic front, mm-hmm. kind of like what you're saying with the, 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 the brads or the chads or whatever the fuck they are cut out in there, and then a cardboard backing that slides out in an easy. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the tray. That is the best fucking packaging that they have. Because they just need the couple pieces of tape to secure it in there to make sure no one steals anything. Mm -hmm. That does the trick. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you can, like, you don't have to wreck your shit, which is awesome. Um, Yeah. I'm going to say that. Uncle Jason continues with more questions. He says, is that another burp? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, What toy line do you think should be the next big live action movie franchise? A little Barbie inspired question. Ooh, Glowworm. (laughs) The Glowworm universe. Give it to Greta Gerwig, too. Fuck it. She can fucking turn anything into gold at this point. Especially if it's a toy line. Give her the next G.I. Joe movie license. I'm down. I'm not even fucking joking. I haven't seen Barbie, so I, I. uh, don't have much footing to stand on in these here current toy movie times. Although I heard it was fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, it made a billion dollars, which is awesome too. I so. think now is the perfect time for Mighty Max. Hear me out. Oh, the, I'm hearing you out. I'm hearing you the out. The nostalgia bait of a Stranger Things mm-hmm. is powerful enough to carry mm-hmm. Mighty Max because 90s nostalgia is in because all the kids are dressing like how we used to dress as children. Um, yeah. So I think if you did a 90s nostalgia bait Mighty Max, that would do well. You've got a radical kid who skateboards with a backwards red cap and his mythical friends and they just fight monsters and do silly shit. And I think... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be sick. I think that would be print money on the big screen. And to bring back to the previous question, what's a good crossover? Polly Pocket. Makes sense. Oh, totally. Like, at the end of the movie, uh, his 90s-ass phone is ringing off the hook when he finally gets back to Mom's house, and he answers it, and he says, Hey, Polly! And then the credits roll. And then the next movie yeah, yeah. is the tie-in. Yeah. She just wants to introduce him to, like, her other partners and stuff like that. Really yeah, cool. and they have some fucking crazy... Uh... <laughs> Right, I just got the joke. All right, Black Jelly Bean Man. Uh, what's Hype Beast? What's the big deal about Supreme? Uh, uh, manufactured FOMO. Manufactured FOMO. I think this is a follow-up yeah. to my Hype Beast thing from the other day, which I yeah, I yeah. have more follow-up to. Ooh. It's fucking real. I don't. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> it's fucking real. Go on. Home homeboy's real. He works for Hypebeast. Oh, 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 shit! That. Oh my god, that's awesome. So, uh, so I reached out to, uh, not HR. I reached out to help or customer service or whatever yeah. at the thing. They verified that he indeed works there, and then also, <laughs> I had a friend reach out and be like, "Hey, I have friends who work at Hypebeast. Do you want me to like do a follow up on this dude?" So like. I, he, this guy's just trying to do his job, and I had fucking ninjas mm-hmm. crawling around in his vents and shit, 
like vetting him. <laughs> so he is indeed real. I think I'm supposed to talk to him at some I mean, point this week. Um, there's so much scamming that goes on right, right now too that it like it's better to be safe than scammy. Well, like so a cold D. You did your due diligence. A cold DM is sussy. So yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. He um, he's real. I'm gonna talk to him and see what he wants. Um, and what's gonna go on with it. Um, I've thought um a decent amount about the idea. I don't know. I don't know what me and hype beast together looks like like if he just wants to do a toy sale through their platform like i don't know if that's beneficial to me all that mm. much like it has the or potential. i mean even it might just be like an article as well right like i don't they do like articles and stories yes and they like do but this well? guy specifically works for their marketplace Oh, yeah. so, well then. Yeah, so if it's a marketplace thing, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that because, like, mm. it's potentially exposing me to a broader audience, but, like, in this current moment, I've curated an audience of people very genuinely, very organically. There's nothing, um, you know, there's nothing but genuine interest in Reggie. Whereas if yeah. I now cast a broader net through some hype beast channel, does that onboard um, people who are only buying it because they think it's valuable and there's an aftermarket for it? Yeah. Because hype beast very much caters to the sneaker flipper crowd, and like, do I want to introduce that to my world of toys? And I think when I really meditate about it, the answer is kind of no. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, it could be excellent exposure. Like, there's no denying that, but, like, is mm -hmm. that the exposure that I want, and is that who I want to be? I don't think so. Um, but right. I'll hear him out, I'll talk talk it through and see what he's proposing and offering, because, like, exploring this further and fully, I think, is, like, just a valuable thing to do as I grow as an artist, to know what it looks like to communicate with someone, um... Mm -hmm. like this and who works for something like that um but <laughs> i think honestly the more like reasonable like pairing would be a vice was like let's do a shirtless canadian sofubi weirdos of canada article <laughs> like that seems more more yeah me. that would be a good one um yeah that'd, it, be, that'd be a great promo for the bastards yeah i mean vice is not without scandal but i feel like that publication uh <laughs> is more of an interest to me than hype beast but we'll see we'll see what it all ends up being but i don't yeah. i don't consider myself a hype beast so do i need to rub elbows with said hype beasts uh it's also funny that like i'm very openly talking about all of this um <laughs> like uh, yeah, you might have already gotten like your your shit just completely like not yeah i might have been dropped up. already but like i don't know yeah. when have i ever not been uh transparent uh well it would also be wild if people from hype beasts listen to this <laughs> yeah it's more likely that people of vice are listening to it two sweaty canadians have chronicled their entire <laughs> friendship for the last eight years that i mean I feel like we've had weirder interactions, so mm. I can't even be, like, surprised at that point. Vlad Bad. Vlad Bad. Favorite Godzilla <laughs> film? First one you remember seeing? Oh, man. I can definitely answer the first one I remember seeing, but favorite one's gonna be a hard one, because, like, 
there's just so many good ones. Even the bad ones are good ones. Oh, I got it. Um, both, baby. Okay. Uh, first one I remember seeing was definitely Godzilla versus the sea monster. Mm-hmm. The one mm-hmm. with the Bira, the giant prawn. Nice. Thought it was a lobster as a kid. Turns out it's a prawn. Uh, no, no, I think he's a lobster as well, or a crawfish or something. He's He's got claws, so it counts. Um, also, one of the movies with the least amount of kaiju in it. And least amount of Godzilla, but uh, very nostalgic for me. I remember my mom buying me the VHS tape from Zellers. Nice. Uh, and I got, in a similar vein, I feel like Versus Megalon might also be one of my favorites, too. Because mm. that was one that was a gift from my grandma. Um, and it has Jet Jaguar in it. It's got <laughs> Gigan in it. It's got Megalon in it, and it's got Godzilla. It's a good one. It's got a really annoying little kid. That kind of sucks. But I feel like there's worse Kennys in other Godzilla movies. Right, So I'm going to go with that. Uh, Also, Godzilla 2000 is pretty good. The one with Orga. I really like that one. So my first... uh, Oh, my favorite is Biollante. I love love Biollante. Because it's like... That Super eighties so good. good time. There's like yeah. action movie edic elements of it where it's like there's bad guys who are terrorists with Uzis and shit. Like it's yeah. it's got a lot going for it. So I really like really like Biolante. Uh the first one I remember seeing straight up just Matthew Broderick. Really? Yeah, I think that was my first Godzilla movie. I was introduced to monster nice, movies so. late later in life, so Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was introduced very early. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, funny, because my mom loves tokusatsu. Mm-hmm. She loves Power Rangers. She loves... Um, Korean Space Turtles. Not necessarily Kamen Rider, but, like, um, like Godzilla and, like, kaiju movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Fucking hates anime. That's hates so anime funny. with a passion. That's so funny. So funny to me. Because, like, like, toku is just live-action anime. Totally. It's just as over-the-top. Totally. Uh, plot lines are just as stupid, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know, I guess it's the big eyes, she just, like, it, it kicks in her fight or flight, kind of like how some people see clowns. Mm, I right. think it's like that. Right. So. Black Jelly Bean Man. When it comes to beard length, how long is too long? Beard product or no beard product? Mm. Ooh, uh, I don't know if there's a, a one clean, clear cut, pardon the pun. Everyone's answer. facial hair grows differently. And this is a thing that I've noticed and learned myself. Yeah, I um, think that, with, I think there's no bog standard answer for length. That is personal preference yeah. and choice for sure. Yeah, and I, I've come to realize that my preferred length is, uh, if we're going by like numbers for hair cutting and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mine is a number three. Oh, you're a number three kind of guy. I like to. I'm a number three. I like to have my beard, not stubble, but like a bit tighter. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, it feels like things get less potentially yucky that way. Because the way my beard grows, it just doesn't grow straight down. Right. It does the weird shit on the sides, where it kind of does the fucking, like, um, jet from Cowboy Bebop thing. Right. But not in an aesthetically not in a cool, pleasing way. Not in way. a cool anime kind of way. No, in a very much like, oh yeah, you collect toys way. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah I, uh, I yeah i trim up my cheeks and whatnot every now and then with like a two 
but I kind of yeah. I've been like leaving what's happening under my chin alone. Yeah, yeah, that's and fine. I'm kind of I'm kind of starting to grow more of a big beard. Um, but my mm. technique is like when it's time to trim things up, like I'll just blast my mustache back down to whatever is comfortable. Um, and then I comb out my beard so it's all like kind of scraggly. And with scissors, I come in and I trim all the extra mm. longies and sort of tighten things up. Um, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure like someday I'll go back to just rocking a mustache. But that's like a if I'm ever thin again kind of mission. Um, yeah, if you're like a big dude with a mustache, you get a little Paul Blarty. And I mean that like in a grand you because it's the same. Yeah. Like, I, I've never done the mustache. No, I did it once, um, and no. I've, was, I've been off and on beard thing, and mustache kind of my whole life, so I'll yeah. go back to I can't, I can't. mustache at some point it's... if I'm thin. Um, but beard product or no beard product, I think, again, dealer's choice, but I think um, I think generally beard product is good for your beard and healthy for your hair. Like, yeah. I think that's a wise thing to do. And another thing to consider when cleaning one's beard is maybe not all of the same soap should be used on every part of your body because yeah. I've learned that my beard can get a little weird and flaky if I'm using mm -hmm. uh, certain soaps on it. So um, I try not to use those soaps in my beard. So experiment with exfoliating your beard with maybe some sort of beard designed shampoo or something. That might be mm -hmm. cool. Um, also a good salt scrub works really good not just for like beard but also for like hair as well i have literally just discovered that Ooh. very recently Hell and yeah. it is life-changing and it's actually a thing you can make at home as well well I, but we are a toy i <laughs> i recently got like a ph balance like face scrubber because my forehead was getting oh, like yeah, yeah. kind of like fucking weird and flaky and i was using mm -hmm. it on my forehead and, like, kind of had this realization that I use, like, the same soap on all my body, essentially, and that my soap was definitely oh, yeah. drying out my face. And I jokingly, to my partner Celia, was like, was like, I'm, I'm a man. Mans only use one kind of soap on their body. And I was, like, joking <laughs> about that. But then I was like, like, as much as I'm kidding right now, like straight up the fucking patriarchy tricked me into thinking there's only one soap for your whole body and that's like totally to like beef man, fair, man soap marketing is like you use one yeah. goo and you squirt it all over everything not the case man get some 25 face wash. in one yeah get some fucking face <laughs> By wash dove men that's my advice uh I mean, to be honest you do have the like Dr. Bronner's weird propaganda soap yeah hell yeah where, like, the whole bottle is just covered in, like, a dude's manifesto. Mm -hmm. And it's I feel like the further down you read, the more, like, unhinged it gets. But, like, right. pop off. Totally. Guy. Like, the article's uh, very gonna read, uh, Dr. Broner is accused of exactly what you think it is. And he'll have flown a <laughs> yeah. plane into a government building. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. Uh, honestly, like, best thing a dude can invest in is, like, a nice exfoliating scrub type thing. Uh, and also, do yourself a favor, get yourself a pumice stone for your elbows. Boys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, the rhino She's hide? She's great at that shit right off. Yep. It fixes it. It, like, 100%. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm a little bit rhino-y right now, but that's because... You pumiced off your rhino? I'm, like, scared, because, like, yeah. your elbow flesh is so sensitive. Nope, no. If you're, if you're a peak rhino right now, you won't even notice it. 
and it'll feel so much better. So, like, pumice... And I, I don't mean, like, cheese grater, the motherfucker. I mean, like, like get yourself nice and, like, when you're showering and everything, let your elbows get nice and, like, wet and all that. And then just, take, just gently scrub it with a pumice stone. And then right after the shower, pop on a little bit of moisturizer and, and like... I guarantee you in a week, it'll be completely different. Man, you just saved my life, dog. I saved your elbows, because I, I had the grossest fucking elbows. Like, to the point where, like, it was actually, like, brought up by someone, and I felt weird and self-conscious about it, and they're I was like, like I gotta like, hey, stuff. your elbows are pretty fucked up. <laughs> no, they were, like, <laughs> they were like, how can a white dude's elbows be ashy? They're racist. No, they were. <laughs> they were black. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was this was a black friend of mine. They're like, nah. <laughs> you gotta fix that. Yeah, she was she was very much correct about That's that. That's really so, funny. Um, thanks, Nikita, for the for, for the, the, shame, the, the, the gentle shaming. <laughs> the gentle shaming. Yeah, but it's a good type of shaming where it was done out of a place of like. Hey, you gotta fix that. It's an easy fix, so, and it was an easy fix. So yeah, that was good. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry for the. Oh my god, this is gonna be the this longest fucking be the longest episode, episode, episode ever. ever. Uh, some dude. What's a song you love but hate? Hit me, baby, one more time by Britney Spears. Oh, I just straight up love that one. I just hate it. No hate. I, no hate. In my no, heart. The, for the, the hate comes from like it being stuck in my head for like three to four days. So mm. I'm now I'm now locked in for that ride. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, there are songs that I love but hate to try to play. If that makes sense, I think the entire back catalog of Sublime's music is that. That's my list. Oh. Like, I, like teenage me loved it, yeah. but adult me hates it. Yeah, I mean, this is the this isn't the first time that this has mm-hmm. come up, so I think that's an appropriate answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I there, for me, when it comes to listening, there's like. There's no, like, oh, um, this. Like, I don't really believe in guilty pleasure. I'm just, like, pleasure, pleasure. it's a straight-up pleasure. Yeah. Uh, or it's, like, this song is dog shit, and it's giving me, like, like, aural cancer, and I don't want to fucking... My cochlea is now growing tumors on it because this song is so bad. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's definitely, I'm not... Like, guilty pleasure music isn't a thing. You either like it or you don't. Um, yeah. But yeah, with Britney, it's like that one specific song, I feel like it's stuck in my head too much. So like, I think the way I avoid it now is like, I don't go and listen to it, or it will be stuck in my head. Mm. Like just saying it, I don't think evokes, the more I talk about it, the more it's worming its way into my ear. Okay, anyways, that's why it's like, I don't want it to be stuck in my head for days, because uh, it gets distracting when it's in there. Legit, legit, that's fair. Do you ever have that thing happen where, like, you don't get a full song stuck in your head, but you have, like, just a line or a certain part oh, totally. that is? Hit me, baby, oh, one more time. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> just, the, just that, just that. Uh, Black Jellybean Man closes us off with, what's more distinguishing, a cigar or a pipe? Uh, I read that earlier so- as which is more disgusting, so I'm gonna answer this oh, <laughs> this question to cigar ways. then, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think on the disgusting front, cigars are more disgusting only because they're a longer time sink and investment. Whereas a pipe is yeah. you smoke it at your leisure and and you know shake it out when you're done. Um, and you get mad high. 
Oh, wrong fight. <laughs> uh, and distinguishing, I think, for that question, it's definitely the pipe. Because, like, whole personalities can be crafted around a distinguished pipe, whereas the only one to successfully craft a whole personality around a cigar is Arnie. Um, yeah. Like, everybody else who has a cigar in their teeth just looks like they're trying way too fucking hard. Like, I don't know. No, man, here, okay, you want to hear what sucks? I have the opposite, but for the same reason. Where I feel that, like... You're trying too like, hard cigars are always that. No, it's like, pipe is just a bit too, like, like old school, if that makes sense. Mm. But then dis- distinguishing, that makes more sense. Distinguished, old school, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't really see anyone with pipes, other than, like, kind of like the weird hipster guys at the record stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Arnie, cool-ass fucking action hero guy with the stogie, and then, like, again, that 90s style, like, the badass, like, machismo whatever type of thing. Like, that was the vibe, right? Mm. Um, even the the fucking StarCraft guys and the the Space Marines. okay. I'm I'm Chomping on their their bit inside of the helmet and everything, and you're like, fuck yeah. So, I don't know, there's just something kind of about, like... Also, at the risk of sounding kind of like a douchebag... Yeah, douche it up, dude. In my early 20s, a couple of my friends and I used to try to do cigar and port parties. That's That sounds like a fun thing to do. That sounds like when you, you It was a, bunch a of fun thing to together. do until we all got too drunk and uh, I threw up McDonald's. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like a fun thing to do with friends, like getting a bunch of hot sauce and doing like a wing challenge. Like it just seems like a fun, yeah. silly thing to do. Um, I don't think it yeah. sounds pretentious at all. I think that's like twenty-something-year-olds trying to have a new hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think maybe the cigar is beating out the pipe because, okay. Well, don't don't change your answer because of me. Well, as you well. make a compelling like, argument. Stick to your. I, I make a compelling you, argument. I mean, like, so, stick to your guns if it's what you're into. It's... So, I think if if we're talking about the negative feelings that either evoke, I think the cigar to me in modern times, the cigar mm. to me screams, I, I thought NFTs would work, I'm really into CrossFit. Yeah, it's very, like, lawyer. I'm really into CrossFit. Um, yeah. I might say... Uh, G.I. Joe's springs were designed before kids were pussies. I get those kind of vibes from a cigar. The negative vibes. Mm -hmm. From a pipe, I get the negative vibes in that the person smoking it probably wishes slavery was still a thing. Because only, like, old people smoke pipes. Mm, Yeah. So... Yeah, and, like, the ones that did are dead now. Right. So the... Like, that's how old pipes are. The pipe has faded away. And I think the cigar... From its 80s, 90s nostalgia action hero vibes, I think that gives me good feels. But maybe both mm-hmm. aren't distinguishing. Maybe they're both just kind of yeah. icky. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, you don't partake in the Marikrana mm-hmm. at all. But, like, how fun would it be to dress up like Willem Dafoe-ass, lighthouse-ass, old-school sailor guy... And just blast a fucking cron hit out of an old corn cup. Oh, like man, you make so many compelling Popeye. arguments now. I want to dress up as an old-timey lighthouse keeper. I'll smoke tobacco just and you can smoke... Just a fucking peacoat being like... Yeah. 
I'm high as fuck, y'all. Like, you can get blazed and I'll just smoke tobacco because I love me a good head rush. Yeah, and let's, let's fucking pirate it up, dog. Alright, let's buy a bunch. Let's get some cheap fucking pipes off of AliExpress. Uh, speed run some lung cancer from said pipes. And, uh, yeah. Alright, let's. Before you go to Japan. You like my cooking, don't ya? Fuck, man, the lighthouse was yeah, so I'll good. Get... I mean, do you want to fucking watch the lighthouse? And smoke then? pipes. <laughs> yeah, should we get a, yeah. should we get a projector and project the lighthouse like onto a nice Just surface outside, outside and like yeah. <laughs> pipes? Just let's see if I can get like a pea coat real quick as Hell well. Yeah. I love this. I love this fantasy hat. that'll never happen for oh us. My God. What do you mean never happen? We're never gonna. That's too many moving parts for us to get. It you're together. you're gonna show up and I'm gonna be fucking already dressed like. It. <laughs> I'm already wearing the striped shirt. Like, yeah. hell yeah! Well, this is a this is a banger of an episode. This is a big boy. Um, thanks everybody yeah. for your questions and participating in the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we'll be doing this again next week. Yeah, we've got we've got all of October ahead of us. Where I don't think we yeah. I don't think we have any have scheduling conflicts. I mean. To, to be determined, but I think we're good. Um, and then November, yeah, I'm gone for a long time, so we might be doing another break. And then, holy shit, in oh. December, I'm also gone for a long time, so, like, we might have to do well, our... this is the last episode ever. Yeah, this is the last show. Um, yeah, so we, we might actually have to do our Christmas special or end-of-year episode a little bit early uh, in December. You guys are chill. You know our vibe. It's all chill. Yeah, you're fun. You're good. Uh, yeah, you're... was there um, anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony? Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Rate, review us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, hang, with out, hang out with us on Discord. Uh, links to that. Uh, WeLoveReggie.com. Also, stay tuned to ReloveReggie.com for all the new bastards and Reggie news that's coming up. Uh, we have Hobby Hangouts, speaking of Discord, every Thursday Ooh. at about 530 Pacific Central Time. Let's pop that in Google to figure out what time that is for you. Uh, we hang out, we talk about toys, we show off toys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and a lot of times we get to see preview things like uh, like the Power Ranger that I talked about earlier. Um, yeah, it's fun. We'll see you there. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. And uh, so on and so forth, I think. How I normally end these. All right. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hear me out. This is going to sound awful. I kind of want to go get a pack of Captain Captain Blacks or whatever Ooh, the vanilla cigars, eh? Oh, I guess they're yeah, not flavored. They're fucking baby... Baby's first cigar... Cigarellos. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're flavored anymore because Laws... Oh, yeah. That's probably for the best, then. Oh, man, those vanilla ones taste like getting drunk in high they school. Were... Oh, I know, right? Hell yeah. Never smoke, everybody uh, listening. Why? No, no, I'm, no I'm smoking's, smoking's bad. We don't condone... You, don't, you hit the button. I'm still fucking talking here. I'm. We don't endorse it. Wink. <laughs>